I would say the people are concerned but are afraid to go for radical actions what I do see are necessary to do. Hey, Space Watchers. This is Space Cafe Radio on tour in Lausanne. Your channel about trends, great people and awesome conferences. I'm Thorsten, publisher of spacewatch.global and you just heard Valentin Eder. Beginning of May, I had the chance to attend the Leo Kinetic Space Safety Workshop at the EPFL, supported by AXA XL, Leo Labs, ClearSpace, Secure World Foundation and the EPFL eSpace Center. It was a great pleasure talking with our frequent contributor and good friend, Valentin Eder. Enjoy our conversation. I'm Valentin Eder from Space Analysis in Vienna. We are doing risk analytics for space environment as we're looking to the environment as a system. And based on that, we are drawing pictures and try to inform decision makers of what is the actual situation. So traffic analytics in the real world of traffic, so the interactivity of the elements in outer space with each other and system analytics on that. We are here at the more or less end of the Kinetic Space Security Workshop at the EPFL in, in Lausanne. What brings you to this workshop and what is your first impression before we go into the details? My interest was to come here to see the people, what had happened in the mood of the people in the last two years and uh, see what is the actual situation, how the people think and what they're gonna do and what is their headache. What is the current situation from your assessment on space debris here in our case in Liu space debris? I would say the people are concerned, but are afraid to go for radical actions. What I do see are necessary to do. A while ago, we had one provocative paper published on our website on spacewatch.global from you, where you called for a stop of all space launches. Is that an option? It's more valid than before. Yes, still. I would say before we go further, we have to have a plan how to do before. So before planning, we have to do the planning before we go for the next action. And the speed of the changes in the space environment is so rapid that we are behind in our thinking and planning. What does it mean concrete? We heard here over the last days all the great technological achievements, the missions, are, and how the space security area is divided into the various topics. So isn't that promising at all? Does it show us the right direction? Or where are we are in that? Is it just fake? No, definitely. It's not a fake. Uh, people are trying hard to find solutions. The problem is for me that they are just thinking in their own interest. Everybody have his own business plan. I try to find out if sustainability is more important than the own business case. And my perception for the moment is that business case rules and sustainability is far behind that. But they all claim that they run their activities on the mantra of sustainability because otherwise they can't continue their business. How does that work? 
I have no real answer to that. In uh, I, I can't look into their business ethics. Today, I tried to find out about emergency plans from SpaceX and from uh, Amazon, and I got a no answer back. So that shows me that the confidential parts, the business confidential parts are very much more important than a transparent behavior in interest of the sustainability. One of the challenges that was spoken out here quite clear was transparency and communication among the operators. So speaking that out and taking it into action are might be two pairs of shoes, but isn't that solvable? It is solvable, but the problem, what I do see, it's not enough that the operators are speaking to each other in a kind of transparent way. For me, this is a kind of, the, industry, the space industry tries to solve the problem within their possibilities and don't look to the complete picture. So my question is, why not to be transparent to the public? What is the actual situation? For instance, they are calling for communication between the operators itself but they are not ready to publish their emergency plans. Will this entire topic of space debris and the raising concerns ever be managed in a sustainable way? Are we able to do that? And if yes, how are we going there? I'm not very opt optimistic, as the history showed us that politics and commercial entities will only act if something happens. We did see that in very different actions. And for instance, the flooding in Germany last summer, then they started to think what have to be done in the governance and in the rules and in the management of the risk. But in space, we do not have the possibility to have a second chance. If There is a chain collision up there. We are done for the next 250 years. So what can we do? The aim of this workshop was to come up with actions, with activity planning uh, to prevent us from this, this phase. It seems for you not convincing or not enough. My perception of this conference, I would not call that workshop, from this conference is that Yes, 80% of the stuff what we heard here is already said. There is nothing new. And in that sense, new, let's say, okay, there is no spirit of change. It's the spirit of keep the actual situation. That's my impression of this conference. What can Europe, being part also of the solution, offer? in solving space situational awareness issue is a space debris issue. First of all, Europe have to cooperate within Europe, meaning data exchange and know-how exchange have to work within Europe very much better. It can't be the situation that France does not exchange data with, uh, with Germany, but France exchange data with uh, US and Germany exchange data with US. So Europe have to come back to their roots and say, we are Europe, and then act as 
a very important stakeholder. Europe is, aside by US, the important stakeholders and Europe can change things in doing the right things. We presented that already in 2019 at the UNOSA World Space Forum. What we think is the way one thing is a fee per orbit. So we proposed one euro per orbit have to be paid for the launching state to finance the monitoring of the compliance of the active rules. Secondly, we have to implement a supply chain responsibility. So every European supplier to a mission have to check if the mission is sustainable designed and the risks are minimized for the sustainability. My perception is that this is today also in this conference now at the beginning of the discussion and that shows me also we are still in the beginning and have just discussing the state of the art and not the solution where we should go. Argumentally, there is no active removal mission that happened already, especially not on a commercial base. So we haven't shown it. We have clear space. We have this astro scale to aspiring candidates that want to go there, but it's not there, obviously. What is needed to get us to this stage that we can talk about a sustainable space environment? We have to bring the sustainability down to the business case, meaning every satellite actor have to have a risk. If he does not behave sustainable, his business case will be affected. So But isn't it the space of sustainability rating here at EPFL a good way forward? It's a very, a very, very small begin. The direction is right, but there is a lot of questions, especially what I on the technical side see as hard potential is two things. One thing is it's only done a couple of things. It's only done with papers of the operator with no possibility to recheck it. Secondly, it's done only before the launch and there is no rules how to lose the sustainability rating itself and the criteria what is sustainable is on a kind of static way and is not updated as the environment changes. So if the mission environment changes, the sustainability rate has to be updated. So for me, this is a very nice marketing for the moment, for a beginning, but it is by far not the solution. We are, and there is the a problem of kind of greenwashing label for different operators. I would like to ask you to end on a positive note connected here to this workshop. And I still keep saying workshop. Is there anything you can provide me? It is every time, it's a, a big difference to work with people online or to have them in a real face-to-face -face meeting. I love to talk to the people. I, the exchange is really very much more better way possible. And yes, I do see here a real 
power of knowledge and know-how all brought together. And I have a good feeling that the people have here the knowledge to solve the problem. Great. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Space Cafe Radio on tour in Lausanne at the LEO Kinetic Space Safety Workshop at EPFL in cooperation with AXA XL, LEO Labs, ClearSpace, Secure World Foundation and the EPFL eSpace Center. If you want to stay on the pulse of space, visit our website, our mothership at spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. But of course, don't forget to become a Space Watcher. I'm Tos Screening. CEO and publisher of spacewatch.global, your independent perspective of space. <laughs>